welcome to our podcast. My name is Ngoni. My name is Adi. And we're way behind the times. We're a couple of history enthusiasts who love to talk history. Indeed, we are. And we're live. Hey, my name is Adi. My name is Ngoni. And we're way behind the times. That's what's up. That's what's up. Today, we're going to be talking about something that's piquing my interest for a very long time. I brought this topic up before uh, and we wanted to talk about it. We discussed about it, not too detailed, but, you know, uh, we brought it up during one of our conversations when we were listing of what we wanted to talk about in our podcast, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, one of the things that we've been looking into are various stories about... Um, colonialism. That's how this initially started, right? It was um, colonialism, yeah. And so we were wondering about, you know, certain tales from, like, colonial times and how things ended up in different places. And Addie brought up the Peacock Throne, which seemed pretty interesting to me. Um, I knew nothing about it. and uh, Well, I brought a couple of things, though, like the Peacock Throne, the Koino Diamond and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So, um, and so that led us to go into this topic. And we found um, that it wasn't, or at least I found, that it wasn't so much a story about colonialization, but it ended up being a story about conquest quite a bit. Conquest and more like, uh, I would say, uh, annexation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, like, the basically empires come and go. Kingdoms come and go, and as kingdoms come and go, certain valuables tend to come and go as well. Lost as well. Yeah, Uh, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Or be lost or be ransacked. And so, um, as a result of that, we have this story of the peacock throne. Yeah, the the thing is, what happened to the peacock throne? Where did it go? Where did it go? So that's something that we wanted to actually talk about, and I hope you guys enjoy this Amazing topic. <laughs> Without further ado, let's get into it. Blim, 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 blim. Is this going to be our... Oh, we're, we're definitely doing <laughs> we're really it. doing this? I'm, right. <laughs> I'm not negotiating on that. <laughs> Anyways, okay. So, Nagani, what do you know about the Peacock Throne? I know that it's a throne. <laughs> um, I know quite a bit about the Peacock Throne, actually. Um, now, like... Um, I started looking at it. I got really interested. I know it's a throne, and I know it was made by the Mughal Empire. Um, I have a question for you, actually. Yeah, sure. Go on. Um, so the Peacock Throne yep. was made by uh, Shah Jahan in the 16th century. And we both know who Shah Jahan is. Is that the same Shah Jahan that built the Taj Mahal? Yeah, the same guy. Unbelievable. Same guy. Um, I don't know if you watched um, the People Aren't Stupid episode. I don't even know if we released it. We, um, did, we did, we did. We did? We did. Okay. Yeah, we um, about so we, we have an episode where we talk about Shah Jahan in the past. And uh, he was actually uh, the guy responsible for creating the Taj Mahal. Um, and he ended up, um, I think he ended up locked up in his tower. Yeah, locked uh, up by locked, his own son. Locked up by his own son in a prison facing the Taj Mahal um, as the end. A lot of irony in that. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but anyway, um, he was the creator of this yeah. whole thing, right? Yeah, yeah, see, I think with Shah Jahan, it was the uh, it was the golden age for architecture and, you know, 
uh, arts in India per yeah. se. So yeah, quite he quite a bit of opulence in he, this whole thing. Yeah, he, he 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 was he he loved art artistry. He loved uh, painting. He loved uh, beautiful designs of buildings and monuments, and um, the peacock throne was one of them. He wanted something really fancy to sit on. Because, because <laughs> he is so, the you know, the Mughal emperor wanted something really fancy to sit on, so he made the peacock throne. <laughs> well, um, so just for some background information here, yeah. the peacock throne was presented by a throne made of like basalt, I think it was, basalt, which yes. is like black black stone. Yes, it was just a giant slab of black stone, and so this was a significant upgrade. Um, it looks like a gazebo, I oh, think okay. is the best way to put it, right? Yeah. Um, so it's got like uh, pillars, mm-hmm. right? But I, I started this whole thing wrong. No, no, you can restart it again. Let me restart this. <laughs> Imagine that you open your eyes. Okay. And you're looking at a gazebo. Okay. But the entire thing is made of gold. But the gold is the most common thing on the peacock throne. Okay. On top of there being gold on the peacock throne, there are crazy jewels on the peacock throne as well. Like diamonds, right? Um, Like big, big, round diamonds. Yeah, big, big ones. Um, I think there were other uh, other types of, uh, like... uh, Gems. (laughs) <laughs> gems. Gems. <laughs> That's the word. Um, there were different types of gems on the peacock throne as well. And the thing was said to have been pretty colossal. And uh, so, basically, this was built for Shah Jahan. Um, and uh, he used that throne uh, for uh, his private audiences. Yeah. So it was it was called uh, Divan Ikas. Do you want to hear another fact here? Oh, or, please go on. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Do you do you know um, how much the peacock throne cost? Actually, I don't. How much does it cost? Twice the amount of the Taj Mahal. What? Twice the amount of the Taj Mahal. How was that not a wonder? <laughs> this thing, by all accounts, this thing was insane. Like. Um, I'm not going to quote anybody for, for this episode, but we have a bunch of quotes by people describing this, and they're saying that there's more jewels than you could even count. Um, they wouldn't let people come close to the throne, but like uh, you could see all these jewels. You couldn't appraise how clear they were, and you could see the gold, right? Six pillars, pure gold, everything pure gold. Where there weren't gold, there were diamonds and jewels. And, like, the whole thing was just a symbol of opulence. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, like, well, they, they do have images of uh, the peacock thrown online that, pe- that painters in the past might have painted on. Yeah. To show how magnificent that throne looked. Do you want to hear some more stuff? Oh, please, go on. Um, I would like it. So, um, the peacock throne was initially designed... Uh, to be uh, to be looked upon like um, the biblical figure of Solomon, King Solomon. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so apparently, King Solomon had like a pretty dope throne. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Um, it had uh, apparently had something like six steps or something like that. Okay. And it was sacked by the king of Babylon. 
Babylon. So okay. the king of Babylon took it out, or at least that's what's claimed in a biblical sense. And so what they said is that they designed this after that. I don't know if Shah Jahan killed everyone afterwards like he did with the Taj Mahal, though. Um, the thing is, uh, I don't want to be quoted to be wrong in this case, but apparently I think we, uh, we found out that uh, Shah Jahan actually did not cut those hands of oh, those no. people who built Taj Mahal. It, it was just, I think, uh, one of those... Um, uh, fairy tale stories oh, that they wanted okay. to, to like show how, to like, show how savage, savage yeah, he yeah. was uh, especially in India they would like to you know have a backstory for everything okay, so yeah. it was there were places uh, there were stories that were narrated as a as a folk tale but there were a lot of historians to back up and say that that actually never happened or so there are theories, and I don't want to be quoted wrong in this case. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, I stand corrected. Yeah. So, but we don't even know what actually happened back then. So he might have, he may or may not have. We don't know. But from what I, from what I've heard, I concur. He might have not. So. <laughs> <laughs> I concur. It may be happened. Maybe happened. <laughs> but yeah. So now we talk about this throne. We gave a huge description about this throne. We said how magnificent it looked. We described how beautiful it's been built and for whom it was built for. Because he was, it was built for a Mughal emperor who conquered three fourths of the subcontinent. Yeah, and he was, and uh, he was um, the emperor at a time when they were at their peak too, right? Like they exactly. had the majority of the Indian subcontinent. Yeah, they they had every sea route to uh, to trade in with other empires they had uh, they, they, they were they were they were literally on the heels of I mean they were not on the heels the Indian people were on the heels of the Mughal Empire back then so they had a lot of control over most of the resources around the country yeah. so no wonder they had gems and jewels mm-hmm. to build something as magnificent as the peacock throne of the Taj Mahal this is opulence to the maximum it had me looking at um, throne rooms, actually. Throne rooms? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I just ended up Googling, like, throne rooms and stuff. And all of them look like this. Like, they look some... Or, sorry, when I say like this, what I mean to say is that all of them look very, very opulent to the extreme. There's a like, lot of... explain well, There's a lot of vibrant colors. Vibrant there's a colors, lot of okay. reds, a lot of, like, bright blues and stuff like that. And a lot of things to make it seem like you could never, like, there's a, the amount of wealth displayed. I guess it's something about, like, the way the way that the king needs to display themselves as a, as a font, a front of power. Yeah. Well, see, it, it does make sense in somewhat, in some, in some way, because... You want to show your dominance, right? Yeah, You exactly. want to say that I am a ruler, I'm conquering this much of land, so I want to show how rich I am. It doesn't look <laughs> nice, though. Like It doesn't. It, like, it, it doesn't. There's so much gold there. Like It's like, have you seen pictures of Donald Trump's house? No, actually, no. Um, it's not even his house. I think it's like a penthouse suite in one of his hotels or something like that. But there's so much gold there. Um, that it just looks like garbage. Like, it doesn't look nice. It looks like... It looks like you made everything out of gold just to make it out of gold. Make that's, it out of gold. That's what I mean. Oh, okay. You don't yeah. do it because 
You do it for a sake of... No, it's to show the extreme You can, wealth. because you have... Yeah, 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 the extreme wealth that you But have. for the Peacock Throne, it wasn't the same case, though. It wasn't? It wasn't. Why was it made? It was actually made because... Um, uh, it wasn't made because it was... Because he had the money or because he had, was rich. It was made because it wanted to show the dominance of how much land he had. And oh, much, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you... Yeah, that, that's actually pretty similar, though. Like, uh, oh, okay. okay. Yeah, like, uh, you're, you're flaunting your riches or, like, you're flaunting your, like, dominion by saying, hey, look, I can build something like this. Right? True, yeah, true. Um, I, I think that's a common thing amongst rulers. It, it was a very common thing. Uh, like, like the pharaohs building pyramids, these guys would make everything out of gold. <laughs> I, I know we always bring up Marco Polo, and I'm oh, going to do it again. Um, stellar series, um, just for the visuals alone. And um, it had a throne room in there as well. That one was, um, that one and the uh, Thai throne rooms that I saw were... Different. The one in China, right? Um well, I saw a Thai one for real, okay. um, like when I was searching, but mm-hmm. it reminded me of the throne room in Marco Polo, okay. where it was like, it was opulence, but it was muted opulence. Muted like the opulence. opulence was in the sculptures and stuff like that, but the throne itself was pretty, pretty bare. And I see, so, I see. And so the way, the way the grandeur was displayed was how the people approached the throne, it's, right? They were crawling to approach the throne, if you remember that Yeah, scene. yeah. Seriously, I cannot recommend Marco Polo enough. It, even if it's just the first episode so that you can see, like, the visuals of the place. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's stunning. I think we should get those special recommendations from the Marco Polo creators <laughs> <laughs> for promoting their episode, their their show. But, but seriously, it's a very good show. Uh, there are some... Uh, uh, history inaccuracies. Yeah, no, I, w- I would say there's a lot of historical inaccuracies, but their attention to detail when it comes to the visuals was very good. Was what was so impressive yeah. about it. But we're not here to talk about Marco Polo. Marco Polo. Now <laughs> we're here to talk about the Peacock Throne. Oh, yeah, we went on quite a different. <laughs> yeah, we did. But it, it's a very good example to actually really make the listeners understand how the thrones were back then, and it's it's a good example. Yeah. So. Like we, like I started before, we described how beautiful this peacock throne is. Now, what actually happened? Where did this throne go? Is the where did it go? Question, like, yeah, that's the main question. Um, so I actually have a little bit of an explanation for that. All right. Um, it all centers around the Mughal Empire or the Mughal dynasty. The Mughal Empire. Empire. You, you're right. Mughal Empire. Okay. Yeah, Mughal dynasty. <laughs> Mughal Empire, they all, they're all the same. Last time we called, uh, we called it the Chinese Empire, and I felt so bad. Okay, but the Mughal Empire. Um, so basically, they started to decline in the 18th century. Yeah. And as their empire was on the decline, their power was also on the decline. Yeah. It, it, well, see, I think in, when, when it was reaching the early 18th century, I would say late 18th century, uh, it was just, that was when the British came in, there were a lot of uh, mutiny revolts against the Mughals in Maharashtra area and all that. So there okay. were, yeah, there were. I didn't know the British came in at that time. They um, were trading with India since um, Jahangir. So Jahangir is Shah Jahan's grandfather. Whoa. So they've been doing it for a very long they were, time. They were way early. Yeah, they were there in the 16th century, actually. They've been trading with India since then. And only in the 18th century is when they started trying to, you know, control oh, India. 
Okay, but, but it wasn't yeah. it wasn't the British who took the peacock. No, they were not the ones who actually. Unfortunately, they were not the ones. I thought they were the ones. Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, they've been taking a, they've taken a lot of things from other colonized countries, I, I know. right? But like, so, uh, but I I have to say, like the Indian subcontinent, would you consider it colonized at this point? I know at this point they weren't because they were still a lot of mutiny going on. Yeah, around, that's, that's what I was thinking around the country and. Uh, Many people didn't like the Mughals for some reason. After Aurangzeb passed his due, because he was such an intolerant king compared to his forefathers, mm-hmm. uh, there were revolts and people didn't like the Mughal Empire anymore. They wanted to revolt, so it kind of split. So yeah, it is not very relevant. We're not getting into that. But the reason for that, it kind of also had a a big role in what happened to the Peacock Throne, in some way, because I think uh, there was a there was a Iranian conqueror by the name Nadir Shah, right? Nadir Shah. Nadir yeah. Shah. He he captured Delhi, which is basically one of the capital cities of uh, India back then. One of the ones. Yeah, and he took the Red Fort. Right? He took the Red Fort, and <laughs> we didn't we didn't really talk about the Red Fort. The we Red didn't Fort actually. is a wonder in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Um, I play Civ Five. It's one of the wonders that you try to. <laughs> you actually. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. They have Gandhi as a conqueror. Okay, never. Mind. That is crazy. <laughs> Stupid. Okay. Um, okay, but whatever. <laughs> Let's go on. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, um, the the Red Fort was a palace where the Mughal um, emperors resided. Yeah. And so. It was in the city of Delhi too. Right? Yeah, it's the city. It's it still, it's still, it's still, yeah, still there. there. Yeah, Red Fort is still there. Like uh, every every year, there is something called as Republic Day, which uh, is on the twenty sixth. Please don't quote me wrong. I might be wrong. Twenty sixth of Jan. So the the significance of January twenty sixth is when the uh, Republic of India was uh, actually created. They're celebrating that, even though they got their independence in uh, August. They wanted to have their uh, their the, the provinces. Everything was settled. The laws of the land were created two years later, in January to the of twenty sixth, nineteen forty nine, and okay. yeah. So it and uh, Republic Day is basically more for the president, even though the prime minister is the one that controls the country. The president is the one that controls the army, so he. It's it's kind of weird in that way. So we have a prime minister and a president. So the president's one. Sorry, um, just for the controls. Just army. for some context here, yeah. I was staring at Addy like I didn't understand. Um, okay. What he meant. Well, okay. <laughs> well, what what I was trying to say is that um, the prime minister governs the the country. The prime minister is like the prime minister here, Justin Trudeau, right? He governs the country. He basically, you know. Uh, provides law. The, his party is the one that is ruling the country. Okay. Okay. The president is the one that is elected by the party members. Okay. So they it could be anyone. Uh, okay, and then they're and, in and, Yeah. Like... But the thing is, the reason why they had prime ministers and presidents is because they didn't want the entire uh, power to be in one recited in one yeah so yeah no that makes a lot of sense yeah so if anything happens the president can say no to the prime minister if he wants to do immunity and vice versa anyway we're going way off topic. we're going way off topic but the red fort was a place where they come in every year 
and the soldiers just do a lot of marching in front of the uh, president and do a lot of salutes and then they do a lot of things. And so in so 1739, so <laughs> Nadir Shah came in and, you know, marched and in like with, what his you shoulders, did right <laughs> with his shoulders, not shoulders. And <laughs> shoulders. Yeah. Okay, in 1739, Nadir Shah marched in with his soldiers and did a bunch of celebrations too. Oh yeah, he did. And um, so he was one of the, he took the peacock throne. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it said that he uh, did a lot to desecrate the peacock throne too. Yeah, see, the peacock throne itself was made of of jewelry and diamonds and gems and gold. So he wanted to make money out of it, right? Yeah, exactly. So he just took it apart. He broke it down and actually, no, he he didn't fully take it apart. Actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, so... Yeah, this, this Don't quote me on this now. Don't quote me on this. This, this is what I discovered. So, mm-hmm. what he did was he, like, he took he took pieces apart, and okay. he would sell the pieces, right? Okay. So, he took, um he took like, large diamonds out of okay. the thing, and he would sell them, right? Because mm-hmm. they're really valuable. Yeah. One of the things that he... Uh, what Sorry. What I mean to say is that he got assassinated. Did you know that? Yeah, I didn't know that, yeah. <laughs> In uh, 1747, thank you. Okay. And so 10 years after he stole the Peacock Throne. Uh, but oh, well, an just under. Okay. okay. Uh, then, when he was assassinated, what happened to the Peacock Throne? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. It just disappeared. Like, uh, we, from, from what we think, from the research that we have done so far, we think that, you know, uh, once he was assassinated... You know, uh, maybe his own uh, ministers might have come in and stolen parts. Stolen pieces. Of it. Because this throne was really valuable, right? So yeah. individual pieces can make you very independently wealthy. It's likely that that's what happened. Um, there's rumors that say that it went to the Ottoman Empire, but there's no real evidence. Evidence of, on that, exactly. Of them owning it. Yeah. Um, there's other rumors saying that um, the um, pieces of the of the uh, Sun Throne. I don't know if you know what the Sun Throne is. No, I don't know what's the Sun Throne. Yeah. Okay, so there's a throne called the Sun Throne that was constructed, I believe, in the 19th century, um, okay. by um, by one of the kings of Iran. And okay. it was rumored to be using the same legs that the peacock throne used. And oh. so um, a lot of that explains what might have happened here. It's saying that basically the throne was taken apart and uh, used for various purposes. But the throne was basically gone at this point. There's no sign of it anywhere. So it's likely that it was taken apart. The original, yeah. The original one was completely dismantled. And people might have sold it for, for all the money that for they all could get. the money they could have got because each piece from the peacock throne would be billions of dollars. Well, I don't know billions. But well, yeah, I don't know. Like in current money, I'm talking about, but I don't know how it was back then. But but like twice the amount of the Taj Mahal. That that's insane. Though. That's a lot of money. The, that's the entire throne. Mm. Costed yeah, twice of but time. I mean the throne's not that big. Yeah, it's so. yeah, it's not that big. But yeah, like we've gone through this whole cycle of what actually happened. But there are a lot of theories of what actually where where did, when where, where, it's when. one of the mysteries that's kind of lost in time. Yeah, it's unsolved. One of those unsolved mysteries. But that that's the best part about this. We we can just talk about what we might have 
what what, what we might think of what might have happened to the peacock throne. Yeah, exactly. So uh, it's it's something that it's just one of those. Uh, uh, it's sad that the, the, this is one of those uh, mysterious uh, things that has got that is lost in time, which is pretty sad though because it was built back in. Uh, when was it built? In the 16th century? 17th century? 17th century and in the 18th and 19th century it was just gone. Yeah. In 200 years it just disappeared. Disappeared. And it was, I mean, if it existed today it would probably be considered to be a wonder. It would have been a wonder, definitely. And that's why it's not part of one of the wonders of the world because it's just gone in history. Mm -hmm. But that's the thing about conquest. Valuables end up being taken and things end up disappearing. Yeah. And rulers can't put up with signs of other rulers' wealth unless they own it, of course. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But. Well, wasn't one of those diamonds from the Peacock Throne used in the Queen's. Uh, uh, I could not tell you. You couldn't um, tell him? I, uh, I really couldn't. I don't know. I, I'm not quoting from anybody, but I, I read somewhere that one of the gems from the Peacock Throne was taken. And placed in one of the crowns of uh, the, the queens. The queen at the time? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, queen Victoria back then? No, 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 not Queen Victoria. She was way down back then. I think... Uh, Is it Queen Elizabeth? Yeah, one of the thrones. It ended up... The, the gems somehow ended up in England. and <laughs> I, I could see that. Yeah. Um, are you sure it's the gems from um, the first throne? Or is it from the second? Throne? Oh, okay. This is good. <laughs> he brought out a good thing. Huh? I forgot to mention this, and I was I was hoping that this guy brought it up. There was a duplicate throne, a duplicate peacock throne. Yeah, which we wanted to a bring up. A duplicate was created um, probably around the same time after the Persian inversion. Yeah, in inversion. <laughs> After the Persian inversion. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm it was shot. funny when you said it, though. <laughs> After the church... You okay? Did you catch a crab? I am good. <laughs> After the Persian invasion, <laughs> the, the throne um, was um, built again. Yeah. And so I'm not sure if this was a duplicate of the throne or not. It's said to have been a duplicate, but it could be, like, a less valuable... From what we researched, it, it, many historians have quoted that it was a duplicate from the original throne. Uh, hmm. And uh, it's, it's something that I think was very valuable back then, and people might have heard of it. Uh, you, uh, you should understand that back in the next in, in during the 17th up to the 18th century India was a hot place everybody wanted to go there to do training. oh okay I was like it's still a hot place dude I don't know I didn't mean it like weather wise <laughs> I meant in terms of trading wise weren't you telling me it was like 40 degrees Celsius when you were there last time That's, man it it's is hot. hot it's hot but but yeah like everybody wanted to go there from Vasco da Gama, Columbus, they all wanted to come to India to trade. Yeah. And uh, and the recent Silk Road, guys. Silk Road. <laughs> Silk Road, yeah. Go back to Silk Road. But it was, yeah, like you can understand the amount of gems and diamonds and gold and spices and everything that was that was available in India that back then. It was a rich country then. Because of the Mughal Empire, they brought a lot of riches and and yeah, so I guess that was the reason why people might have even heard of something that even existed like the Peacock Throne in the East or in the West, for that matter. So they all wanted to have yeah, some... Kind coveted of, it. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, the this this throne was lost too, actually. Yeah, this which throne is was pretty, <laughs> which is pretty unfortunate. <laughs> and uh, this one was done by the British, so this is probably where uh, where the diamond in that crown came from. It was done in eighteen fifty seven. Um, in the Indian Rebellion, um, we we didn't mention. Uh, sorry, I we forgot to mention who actually. Where, where was it? The second duplicate one created, though. Do um, you know? on the eastern side of Divani Kas. Divani Kas. Yeah, Divani Kas. Uh, I thought Divani Kas is uh, the. Uh, I think it was in the Red Fort, though. Yeah, it was built at Red Fort, though, right? I think so. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay. Uh, Divani Kas is the area in the Red Fort. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Like, the Peacock Throne, that was where the Peacock Throne was. And that was mm, yeah. uh, where... I, I think they built a new one in the same spot, just based on what I'm... They, they rebuilt it yeah, again, Yeah, because, right? like, yeah. it was taken from the Red Fort. Oh, okay. So... Okay. Yeah. Okay. I guess, yeah, so this is... Uh, that uh, concludes our amazing episode. I it, don't know why I say it was amazing. phenomenal, actually. <laughs> but we had a good talk. Yeah, I think we did. Uh, we talked about the peacock throne and how it disappeared. The sun throne. How it came out again and disappeared again. <laughs> <laughs> the duplicates of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, we, we basically uh, mentioned a lot of new things here, uh, like Divani cars and and theories that we might have brought it we might not be right with our theories but these are theories that you know a lot of historians do ponder upon when we talk about peacock thrones because we actually don't know what exactly happened after the recorded time of when it was after nadir shah well, this is one of those stories too that uh that on an outward appearance, it's like, hey, there's a throne and it kind of disappeared. What happened to it? But it tells a greater story in a sense because it's telling the story of how rulers like and how how rulers acted and how they conquered things, too. Yeah, there is a lot of treasures that have been lost over the course of time, just like the peacock throne was. Oh, yeah. uh, for example, Solomon's throne yeah. was one that was lost. Yeah, but the sun throne actually, I I believe it still exists. I was looking it up and I saw pictures of it. Okay, uh, like pictures, modern pictures. Of oh, it. modern pictures. Yeah, of it. so okay. it's kind of crazy. Yeah, we might post them up on uh, our uh, social media pages. Yeah, to you know help up people. But conquest ruins quite a bit of wonders. It does. And so it makes you curious what has been lost See, in the sands of time, you know? It makes sense. See, I think, you know what, maybe conquerors who have conquered new empires or new places might be jealous of the amount of wealth that that conqueror might have built. Or That's a lot of the reason why they go to war sometimes. And they want to like, dismantle it and create their own yeah you have to virtue it, 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 it makes sense from, uh, makes from a ruler's perspective yeah a ruler needs to establish that they're the most powerful thing in the world they're and dominant so they're, and they're dominant right yeah. if you're pulling something from the uh, from the Mughal empire that is way better than anything you could possibly build then if you're not destroying it then there's something wrong there's something wrong yeah because it's a symbol of somebody else's wealth unless you're trying to display that I took these people over, 
And you know, this is their wealth, and I'm enjoying it. It is mine. Now. It's a different. Po- that's that's a different thing. perspective. Yeah, but, different perspective. But still, you're flaunting the resources of another place. Yes, and you want to call that your own. Yeah, exactly. And that's basically a very natural, normal thing back in the day. Yeah. Like was, even England, like they took, uh, like they took a jewel and they put it in their own crown. Yeah. Right. See, um, that's very. They normal. take jewels from this throne. They'll sell it to the Ottoman Empire. I don't know where they ended up using it, but things like that. Yeah. Well, that that's how that's that's the beauty of uh, empires and stuff, which is interesting. That's why we talk about it. So yeah, I guess this is the end of our episode. And uh, if you like this and our previous episodes, please subscribe to us on Way Behind the Times. And SoundCloud maybe, and in Facebook maybe, and Instagram maybe. There's <laughs> a lot of things maybe. But yeah, please please like, subscribe to us, and if you like this episode, please please leave a comment and talk about it, and we would like to hear your views, right, Nagoni? Yeah. Don't do. Sure. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the show. Yeah. Take care. See you next time on Way Behind the Times. Peace. <laughs>